bet. Yo, what a night of fights, man. Definitely way more loose tonight. Yo, the fucking fights were insane tonight. Crazy fights, bro. My guy Masvidal won. That was the, probably the people's main event, I'd say. That I was looking. That was the fight I was looking forward to most. You think that was the people's main event? I thought so. Who do you think? I mean, John Jones is on the card, man. Yeah, that's true. But everyone, everyone thought or pretty much knew, I should say, that he'd beat uh, Tiago Santos. Like they they wrote the guy off already. Um, That's pretty much anybody with John Jones. I don't yeah. think there's anyone that they could make him face at this point where you're really going to be able to honey dick the audience or the viewers and fucking sell it. Like, do you even think that they'd be able to sell DC again? I was going to say Weidman. Really? Yeah. You think they'd be able to sell that? Yeah, 100%. And I'm not saying that he couldn't. I'm no, saying. No, I got you. Yeah, but um, because they were supposed to fight. A while ago, when Chris was like a world beater, just destroying everyone, um, there was really no one left for him to fight. Same position as John Jones right now. So they were talking about Chris going up to fight Jones at 205. This isn't what I heard from them, but this is what I read online right. personally. Right. Um, this isn't what anyone anyone from the team has told me. Um, but wait, at what point in Chris's, like, what around what fight was that where they I, started? I talking? believe it was, no, nah, I just think it was when he was just. Dominating before the Rockhold fight. Fucking Rockhold fight, bro. Yeah, fuck Rockhold, so, man. So he can't take a left hook, huh? Can't take a left hook. That was like, like his. That's like his weakness. That's like the third one he got fucking caught with, too. Bisping, this guy, who else? Um. Oh, and Romero. Yeah, Romero. I'm pretty Romero. sure. I'm almost positive that was a fucking left yeah, hook. Yeah, it was a straight left. Romero Jeez took his soul. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo. Took his soul. That guy, thank God he's good looking because he is... Definitely gonna be retarded. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Fuck him. But yep. yeah, I think I think they could sell the fight with Chris and John Jones. Honestly, that's uh, yeah, I could definitely see that being doable. He already, he you know, he already, they have that history of that happening a while ago, and he already slayed one goat, being Anderson Silva twice. So does lightning strike twice in the same place? And they were promoting the shit out of Chris's fucking wins today. Uh, on um, Instagram, it was like this year. I mean, oh, uh, on this, on this day. day, yeah, yeah, the underdog, yeah. Actually, that's what that's what it, it's pretty sick. And then he beat um, who else did he fight on the international fight week? Belfort, was it? Yeah, he finished him. I think in the first round. Too that's right. actually I actually commented like a fucking dork <laughs> on the. Uh, I'm sitting here trying to fix my mic. I probably should have done this about an hour ago. Sorry. Um, yeah, I commented on the the post. Because two years, because fight week falls on my birthday every year, and um, two years, man, he had two spectacular fucking wins. He's uh the first silver one, and then uh, the Bel- Belfort fight was amazing. Yeah, I think um, him going to the new weight class is really good for him, you know, for his health and for his career. Cause how how much does he walk around at? After the last fight. I'm um, pretty sure it got up to like 245, 240. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, bro. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he got, he got pretty chubby. Am, am I going to have to fucking bleep that out? Like, are we not supposed to fucking say that, that he got that heavy? That's crazy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, because he's, he's, he's a big, big boy. He's a big dude. He's a G, bro. I love that guy. After after Rockhold got knocked out, I texted him, Luke, out cold, Rockhold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine what Chris would do to him at this point? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's why I was so interested in that fight, and especially with the left hook, same left hook that he put Silva oh, out and Uriah Hall. We were just talking about that. What was it last night or two nights ago? How Chris throws that fucking leaping, leaping left, left hook. hook. Yeah, I think it's so savage. Yeah, yeah, he got he got a really long reach, and I guess people don't expect to get hit by it. Right, back, and he just clips them. Because you, f- they're kind of always out of that range, and then he's just got that weird fucking angle yeah, that he, he takes turns, on it. He just turns it over, but you know, he knocked out two. One prospect and arguably the GOAT with that same left hook, you the thing, know? The thing that drives me crazy about that Rockhold fight was that one fucking spin kick that he threw just changed everything. Yeah, that was a spin kick heard around the world. Just just missing it and just fucking Rockhold getting on top of him because his top game is insane and it just it turned my stomach. The yeah. whole time. I was freaking the fuck out. Yeah, well, this is a fight game, man. This is what happens. You know, one little misstep or error, and 
cost you the whole fight. And hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, you could look Always. back and say, I should have done this, or I should have done that, or he should have done this, and he should have done that. But unless you're really in there, going with the speed of light. Because he looked fucking nasty in that fight. Wyman was performing fucking amazing in that fight up until that moment. Fucking. I mean, I heard he had a pretty bad weight cut, too. Did he? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's, like, public knowledge, because I don't really, like, read too much up on the stuff, and I don't want to, like, say what I heard. Yeah, we're going to have to fact check and then fucking learn how to censor shit. Yeah, because I don't want to, like, you know, say shit about the team that I'm not supposed to be saying. It's like uh, the news I heard this week from that organization that contacted us about something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know what? When he fought tonight, Mm -hmm. I was thinking exactly that. So was I. I was like, should I just be a piece of shit and blow it up on air? <laughs> just be, be the asshole and, like, get the views because we released some stupid news. Right, like TMZ or something. Oh, my God. Fucking idiots. <laughs> we should sell that info. Mm-hmm. It's actually genius. I'm a genius, bro. Pro- yeah, I know. Problem is, I don't, I don't remember the fucking guy's name. No way. Who I even spoke to on the phone. Oh, my God. So I was just, I can't even, I can't even ruin his day if I wanted to. <laughs> I'm trying to check my notes here because I actually sat there like an adult and took notes tonight. The first time. Dude, is that a trick? It's a saxophone, bro. Is somebody playing a saxophone outside? Yo, it's 2.17 in the morning and I just heard a saxophone. Get the fuck out of here. Now, I'm glad that this is on camera. That Dennis, Dennis, the professional fighter, is looking around. Because he's always looking out for the supernatural. Because I got to protect him from fucking ghosts. Dude, you got a fucking handmade Ouija board that you made right here. Yeah, we got shit to do, bro. Yeah, we can't die. No. But I'm scared. Anyways. I'm scared. Here's one ignorant thing that I wanted to ask you about, actually. Okay. Right in the fucking Chiesa fight. Remember when he was throwing elbows and he was catching them kind of behind the ear? Yeah. What is the actual zone? Like, where's the cutoff where they say, okay, it's behind the head? So, are you asking this like as a, from a fan perspective? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, legitimately, because I was looking at it and I was like, I don't know why the ref isn't... He wasn't even, like, redirecting him. So, no, because they were clean, actually. So, it's literally called the earmuff rule. Like, I got these headphones Mm -hmm. on right now. So, anywhere from, like, behind the ear right here and going, like, diameter above my head is clear. Really? Anything behind that, behind the ear and, like, by the... So, kind of like the the headphone line would be... Exactly. And that's how they refer to it. It's called, like, the earmuff rule. That's crazy. Yeah. So we, was, yeah, so we literally think of it as, like, having headphones on or earmuffs. Right. Because as I was watching, I was sitting and I was like, those are behind the ear. I don't know if that would be considered, you know, ba- no, back of the head. It's legal. And all these years watching, I've never even fucking really thought about that. I just considered it the back of the head like a fucking idiot. It, it's the same shot that Connor glanced Dustin Poirier with right behind the ear. Right. And he had the conversation with Herb Dean in the locker room right before the fight, addressing that. Get out of here. Yeah, there's like a video of it, of wow. Herb Dean and Connor having a conversation and Connor asking questions about where exactly can he hit, and then Herb Dean addressing the earmuff rule. How and, freaky is that? Yeah, and then Connor catches him right in the same spot. How freaky is that, that there's more than one footage of Connor doing something like before a fight or talking about something before a fight and then it happening. And then doing it. Like the Aldo shit? Where he was like doing the step back straight left. Did you ever see the side by side? No. There's a side by side video of him fucking warming up in the gym doing that exact, exact move. He was doing it in the locker room before the fight, bro. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. When he was warming up, he was doing the exact same. And uh, there's a side by side video on YouTube. That's crazy. I believe it. But I've, I have seen the, the Dude, him warming up. Chiesa looked amazing at welterweight. Yeah, yeah, he's looking really good, really healthy. I didn't realize how big he is. Yeah, bro, he's huge. I didn't know either. Um, I kind of used to hate him, and I didn't even have a reason why. It's a complete knucklehead fucking thing. But I mean, I kind of agree. There was just something about him that kind of, like, rubbed me the wrong way. I think it was, um... The whole McGregor incident. Yeah, 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 like, with the lawsuit. Yeah. And then I was thinking about it, I was like... But, you know, if I was in the same boat, maybe I would... Want a suit? Like, I, don't I know. thought I don't about know. it. I thought about it, but my thing was, you had a little cut above your eye, like that would have right. nothing to do with anything, you know. He wasn't able to fight though, right? No, he said he couldn't, but I don't see why not. If it was me personally, I I'm there. I cut the weight. I'm cutting the weight. I'm doing right. everything. Like I'm, I traveled. I built myself up mentally. I'm I'm gonna fight. So he you... he chose not to fight, or or he, he didn't. Chose, he no, he chose not to. Oh, uh, it's I don't know. 
That's what I'm saying. It wasn't like a really crazy cut. It was like a little cut between. But who knows too? Like what goes? I mean, would he have been able to? Would he have been cleared with the cut? Yeah, it was nothing, bro. (laughs) I've seen worse. I've seen guys get hurt worse in fight week training than that. John Jones went into the fight with his toes taped up. I don't know if you saw that. His left tonight. Did he really? Yeah, he had his toes taped up. Yeah, but I think I think facial cuts are different though. It's be- it's between the eyes. I don't know. Me personally, I'm saying like I don't think it no, was I, I deep or anything. You know, it wasn't like he needed stitches or this. I don't remember. He New York, stitches. New York's commission is also fucked oh, too. Yeah. So who knows what? Yeah, yeah, that's They would have. Uh... That's true. I mean, I'm just talking out of my ass. Just a fucking ignorant kid. So I don't really know what, <laughs> what exactly happened there. But I'm sure there's a reason for everything. Then the Sanchez fight. I don't even remember who won. Diego Sanchez? Yeah, did he win? I don't even remember. No, Kiesel won. He, like, just completely controlled the guy. Oh, that's right. Are, am I hearing shit, bro? Nah, bro. It's literally the scariest shit I've ever heard in my life. I got these headphones on. Hold on. <laughs> Yo. Where's so, that coming from? I don't know, but I really hope that the mic is picking this up, because that's the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh, wait. Let me hear Oh my god, yo, stop. Dude, what that is, is some like... Ni- it, that it's is, like a circus music. Or like some 1920s. <laughs> yo. Come on, John, stop playing with me right now. What do you mean stop playing? What do, you, uh, do you see a fucking remote in my hands? you think my cigarette has fucking powers? Bro, go check it out. No, no, don't go check it out. I'm in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> well, if we weren't in the middle of a podcast, I'd make you go check it out. <laughs> I know you would. That's like the time we had the zombie crackhead. That you were like, yo, oh. watch watch me get in my car and watch me leave. <laughs> like I'm sprinting out of the woods. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You do, you're the fighter. What the fuck am I protecting you from? I'm a cage fighter, but I do it for sport. I'm not an actor. Oh, so, like... so I got to handle the demons and crackheads and zombies. You need to handle the demons, bro. I'm scared of the demons. Piece of shit. This is really creeping me out right now. I know it is, but it's kind of... This is like a st- this is our story. This is like us. You know how I said like, a, like if we were ever uh, potentially tripping on something that I would love to fuck with you. Yeah. Like yeah, it's like one of those moments. Like I'm enjoying watching you fucking kind of panic a little bit. Bro, it's like two thirty in the morning. There's fucking creepy circus music playing somewhere around this house. It's and it sounds like it's coming out of one of those things that looks like the it's got like a fucking big tuba thing on it. You know what I'm oh talking about? Oh my god, I know exactly what you mean. I really hope they can hear this on mic. I hope so, too. It just fucking completely threw me off everything, and it's hilarious. Yeah, it sounds like it. I feel like I'm an it right now. Yo. Where is this coming from? Probably next door. There are crackheads. Who the fuck listens to clown music? It's like, if you you had to describe my neighborhood, like, how would you describe it? It's like complete suburbia, right? Yeah. Like, just like like Pleasantville? Yeah, just fucking crackhead... And then next, Suburban yeah, year. next door there's just one Suburban fucking house cracker. where it's just like, dude, this is scaring the shit out of me. I love that. So anyway, yeah, the other thing, <laughs> the other thing we were talking about was uh, Sanchez leaving Jackson's, right? Yeah, bro, this guy's fucking nuts. The shit you sent me, who the fuck? I didn't even get to open it. What was that? It was like a movement coach, bro, like Ido Portal, but like on fucking bath salts. Just completely absurd. <laughs> what? Bro, just had he had Diego Sanchez. Training with sticks, knives, and, like, fucking energy. And that was his camp, pretty much, from what I've seen on online. It's like Master Roshi? No, at least Master Roshi taught, like, the Kamehameha. (laughs) But this guy is just... He, Diego Sanchez was on his back in guard, and he's telling him, Crack the coconut! Crack the coconut! I guess, like, telling him, like, elbow Kiesa's head. I don't know, some weird shit, but... I, I hope Diego Sanchez, honestly, like, I hope Diego Sanchez is, like, okay. It might be CTE or something, because he's been through a lot of wars. Maybe his head's just, like, going haywire, <laughs> just making irrational decisions. You seen the interviews with him? Uh, yeah, yeah, he always, but he always talked crazy shit. Even from, like, Ultimate Fighter Season 1, he was always fucking wacky. But the whole leaving Jackson's thing, I saw articles about it, but I didn't read anything. But I saw, like, the headlines said stuff about that, uh, that they only focus on Holly Holm and John Jones. Like, they really don't. I um I saw a thing Aljo on like Fight Net or something put up something with that, that Aljo said because John Jones had invited Aljo to train at Jackson Wink. Did he really? He did. When? When Aljo was an amateur. Oh shit. But Aljo had turned it down because he 
believed he wouldn't get the type of attention John Jones got right. because he wasn't John Jones. Right. So he chose not to go there. So it's like it's coincidental that you're saying the same thing. That's crazy. And didn't Cowboy say the same thing when he was leaving? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Something that the gym like kind of tra- like it changed? Yeah, I don't really follow the gossip too much, mm-hmm. but I know that Cowboy had some beef with them and Mike Perry or something. Like, yeah, that's when Mike Perry started training there, and then, uh, no, there was that whole shit. I don't remember that whole story. Yeah, I don't follow the gossip. But then fucking the Masvidal fight, which I missed. I was literally, I go inside to make a cup of coffee, I come back, and the fight's over. Dude. That was one of the crazy. That was the craziest knockout I've ever seen. I screamed. I jumped out of my chair and screamed at the top of my lungs. Um, and I was really interested in that fight because I know they don't like each other, and I'm a huge fan of Masvidal as a person. Yeah. Cause he's that no bullshit kind of guy. He's a regular dude. He, he, like he's he, like he's a G. Right. He's like you talk shit. I'm gonna punch you in your face. Right. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say what I gotta say to your face. Who did he punch in the face in fucking England? What the fuck Leon Edwards. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's hilarious. Three piece in the salt, and he had the like so, glide so out of there. Funny. Yeah, it was funny, but I love the way he is. Like, it's just... It's a real guy. Just Yeah, just straight up gangster. Like, like how many people do you know that are exactly like that? Like, you know people that are like that, dude. We, you know we, what I mean? Yeah, we do know people, but, you know, they're not famous. No, definitely but, not. Yes, and then Baskin, and Ben Askren's like, he's annoying. And personally, for me, with the yeah, tweeting... Yeah, you don't, you don't like him? I don't like the whole tweeting bullshit, you know? like. What, the shit talking on Twitter, you mean? It's like, you're being annoying... You know, and then in person, like, you're, you're just, you're, you're, you're aggravating, you know? And it's not, you I don't think, think it's funny. I think it's pretty corny. See, I, like, I'll crack up when he does, like, the boom roasted things. I think some of them are funny, but most of the shit he says I think is corny. Like, I think Connor was funny. Connor's, Connor's a different animal. Yeah. He's, he's just so unique with what he does. Like, Connor and Chael, I could go on YouTube and watch. Chael's a fucking legend. Yeah, like, they're funny. They're they're comical. Did you ever see? Talking. Did you ever see the shit he did with um the Noguera brothers? No. He's <laughs> yeah. He said that when they landed in America, that they were trying to like rope a bus like it was a horse. One of them was trying to like feed it a fucking banana or some shit. What? The other one was trying to rope it. Yeah, he said that they'd never seen a bus before. No way. Yeah, he was getting like death threats. Couldn't go to Brazil. It was fucking bad. He was hilarious. He was like, he never saw a bus before. He thought he could ride it. He was nuts. That's fucking. Chael's out of his mind. I like Chael. Chael's probably one of the best to ever do it, as far as shit talking goes. Like he was like the real origin originator of like trash talking. Hell yeah. Yeah, and that, but they're funny with it. You know, they're they're witty. Ben Askren is witty, but he's corny to me. Do you do you think Askren will go the route of Colby Covington? How like, because I hate it. I taking the role. I could not stand Colby, and then all of a sudden I was like, I fucking really like. Yeah, this Colby grew on me, but I think so. I I think he did, and I think Sahudo's taking that role too. I don't know. If, I don't know if Sahudo's gonna grow, because it seems like he's trying. Like he's trying too hard. Yeah, like, and I think that he's admitting that he's trying too hard. You know what I mean? Didn't he's he say some shit him. like that? Yeah, he knows. He knows it's working for him. Because Colby, like. He was so completely fucking annoying. And then after the fight with uh, Dos Anjos, I was just like, yeah, you know, you know yeah, because he came back. And I was like, yeah, actually, you know what? It doesn't even matter what he says. That was exactly. And it's kind of fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was exactly. Yeah, he comes up with some funny shit. Because it's just dumb. Yeah. It's just dumb nonsense. He hires like the porn stars and he calls like his yeah. haters virgins. <laughs> it is really funny. And now he's America's champ and shit and he's yeah. fucking bashing. It's just, it's fucking hilarious that. He, he chose to be so cheesy that he, he just kind of turned around and <laughs> winning everybody. Plus, I think him potentially fighting Woodley won the fans over, too, just because, like, nobody likes Woodley at all. Yeah, but I think that the fans were rooting for Woodley in that fight. You think so? Yeah, 100%. Because Woodley, fucking, for some yeah, reason, the, fans the crowd like just him. do not... They don't get behind him for shit. Yeah, but based on social media, that was, like, the one fight. People were saying, like, the one fight we'd root for Woodley for is... Against Colby. That's crazy. Yeah. And then, because of that, when he fought Kamara Usman, the fans were rooting for Woodley to win, and that was the one fight that he lost. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing on social media the one fight. It was like a one It was one comment that everyone was like retweeting. Finally, I had support, and then he just. Yeah, he's like, the one, fight, the one fight that, we, that I root for Woodley, he lets me down. And it had like fucking thousands of retweets on Twitter. Yeah, when I saw the replay, because I obviously missed the fight, when I saw the replay of the Masvidal. Knockout. The first thing that came to my mind was, how many times have you had dumb casual fans or ignorant just people say, "Why don't they just fucking knee them in the head when they shoot for a takedown?" And you're just like, "Yo, it's not that simple." It's really like, not that easy, yeah. 
And this guy just does it so fucking clean. <laughs> so clean. He, it was beautiful. But then it takes two to tango because you need a guy like Ben Askren who only is mm-hmm. going to go for takedowns, not throw a single punch, and just do that. And then but Masvidal, this, Masvidal set him up so beautifully and like a lot of people won't really see it. Once the bell rang and Masvidal sat back instead of engaging to, to con- take control of the mm-hmm. center of the cage, I knew he was baiting baiting Ben Askren to rush in and take control of the center so that he could go for the flying knee. I Like, the second Masvidal waited back, and then instead of going straight forward to take the center, he went kind of lateral towards the outside. I knew he was baiting Ben Askren. Because I, I didn't even see that. I literally only saw the replay of the moment where he starts to sprint at Askren and then fucking... Yeah. The, he took those first... He waited back for, like, a, for one second maybe... And then he moved laterally to his right for another second. And the next three seconds... The next second was him sprinting. And the fourth second was the knee connecting. And then the ref stepped in. And that was five seconds. And he's having fucking some resurgence, man. Yeah, bro. He's calling it the resurrection. Which is insane. Because he's been fighting for so long. Especially if you if you really think about like the backyard days and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, since he was a kid. But I think with the new technology and new the sport evolving, you know, fighters and coaches are getting smarter with how they train instead of just working harder. Like Al with the sports science lab Hell and yeah. having those resources, I think it, it it helps with the longevity of people's careers. Because you look at a guy like Masvidal, he's got a lot of miles on him. Yeah, well, I think, that was just 40, I think that was his 47th fight. 47th professional fight, bro. Forget about the backyard brawls. 47th pro fight? Yeah, he's 34 Holy and shit. 13. So, 40, yeah, 47. That's insane. It's a lot of fights, bro. And a lot of them in the UFC. Holy shit, I had no idea he had that many pro fights. Yeah, dude. That's absurd. And how old is he? 34, I believe. No. Yeah. That's fairly young. For, it's not bad at for all, that, yeah. For that kind of record, that's no, really that's fairly young. good. Because I believe Askren was 34 as well, if I'm not mistaken. It was either 34 or 36. Yeah, he's around there, too. I think he might be a little older. He might be. Maybe 36. I'm not even going to bother looking it up. Next Please. fight, Luke Rockhold got knocked the fuck out. Oh. Made me so happy to see. I don't. He's another guy that's just so fucking unlikable. You just can't like the guy. I I don't know. I don't know if it's just... He always seems like he just doesn't want to be there anytime he's like on a microphone. You know, just he kind like of has like this attitude of like, oh, fucking... Like, yeah, my presence uh, is a blessing. Right. Like, you're lucky to have me here. And... He might be the fucking... I don't know. I don't know anyone who knows him personally. I don't personally know anyone that knows him personally. To be like, nah, he's probably a fucking good guy. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone... I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything nice about that guy. Uh, Fighter and Kid, they they love him. Shab and Callan, they fucking... Brian Callan's, uh hangs out with him a lot and swears that he's a good dude. I mean, I'm sure... Yeah, I mean, I guess if someone knows him personally... They it's also who you're around to. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You put, you put me and you in front of certain people, they're going to be like, oh, douchebags. Yeah. yeah, I get that a lot. But I'm just <laughs> happy. I was... Do you really? Yeah, I get that sometimes. Yeah? You know what it is? It's these Staten Island kids who... Staten Island's who different Who think story. I owe them time and energy and conversation just because they think they're the shit and I really don't care about them I don't give a fuck about you where you're from or what do, you what do you do just these kids who think they're tough guys like they try to sell their shit like one time I was in the sauna I think I told you the story yeah I think you told me about this when I had recently got injured over my yeah, last injury yeah and the guy there was a kid in the sauna that I knew I had finished swimming so I was just hanging out and there's a kid I know he's asking me like how I'm feeling I'm like yeah I'm alright so this random kid asked me like oh what what happened so I tell him telling me like yo you need this and you need that and he's like what do you do for work i'm like i'm a f- i'm like i fight he's like no but what do you what do you do i'm like i'm a professional fighter i cage fight in the cage you know yeah, yeah. and he's like oh okay cool he goes he goes i push i sell i'm like what I'm like what are you talking about he goes i sell weed coke pills you know like everything I'm, i got my hands in everything i control everything like, I run Staten Island. I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, who the fuck, who the fuck are how, you? How do you know I'm not a cop? Like, exactly. that I just fucking like, said, I'm a fighter. Like, well, like, yeah. okay, like, you passed the test? Right, exactly. 
Like, dude, get the fuck out of my face. Like, I'll slap the shit out of you. Right here in the sauna. Officially the worst fucking drug dealer ever then. Yeah, at, right? At that point. Either, I don't know if he was trying to, like... Get, maybe he was a detective. Who knew? Yeah, he's oh. trying to fucking bait you into yeah, some shit. Trap like, it. I want some, yeah, I want some coke, maybe. Yo, I got that fucking... I need that heroin, son. My yeah. leg hurts. <laughs> but yo, like... Who do you, who would you get it more from, you think? Guys or girls? Like, that would think you're a douche. Guys. Yeah? Yeah, guys. Girls... Girls, um... I'm just, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm goofy and laid back. I joke around all the time. But guys come to me more with, like, that dickhead energy trying to size me up and measure me up. So that's why I'll kind of be a little standoffish with them. Girls, like, I, I really don't care. I have no ego. Right. But guys come at me more with it. So I might, like, just cut, I well, might cut it off right there. You know, girls don't really come at me trying to size me up. I say that me. all the time that, like, and... Uh, I gotta state this now, like, by no means am I, am, like, I'm, I have the most minimal fucking training that a person can have. Uh-huh. Like, and even, I haven't trained in years, and even at that point, there was no way I had any ability to become a fucking competitor in any level. Do I feel comfortable in any room? Yeah. You mm-hmm. get that comfortability, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, so I used to say all the time, like, people around your cousin Mark <laughs> because j- just to get a visual he's like the rock f- yeah he's pretty much the rock but he's Larry big Johnson. he's bigger he's bigger than the rock yeah he's like 6'5 his shoulders are broad as fuck he's just a huge dude and you'll see guys around him like when he comes around they'll fucking puff their chest yeah, out like, start peacocking yeah yeah they yeah. start and like you'll you'll see like just that beta male bullshit and like we would walk into a fucking place and I mean we're not I'm not a little guy. I'm fucking six foot and two twenty five. You know, yeah. I'm not, so we walk in, we look like fucking whatever. Meanwhile, they don't know that like we were just in Home Depot trying to pick out like fucking furniture and stuff. And, yeah, like, literally, <laughs> literally just came from Home Depot doing some of the gayest shit you could possibly do with another dude. <laughs> and you would see guys, you would see guys act like that. You're right, man. They they got to kind of like announce themselves. Yeah, they they need they yeah exactly. They want to they got to announce themselves. They want to feel. Uh, like the people who want to hear themselves talk, you know, want to be acknowledged. I don't. I really don't. I don't give a fuck. Every dude wants to talk to you about fucking how many street fights they've yeah. been in. Yeah. You know? Oh my god, that drives me crazy, bro. When when random people tell me that they're fighters. Mhm. I was gonna say something, but then I was not gonna say it. But I'm gonna say it anyways. Fuck him. Fuck it. Not fuck him, cause he's okay, but just. It was annoying. I was on a private for somebody one time, and then Mike and Granite and Loretta, they're going to hear it, they're going to be cracking up, because he came, he came through them. But, cool kid, whatever. But, it's five in the fucking morning, on a Saturday morning. I don't know how any human being has this much energy to just talk this much. Just ima- <laughs> imagine him doing a podcast at five in the morning by himself. Like, that was the type of energy he was giving off. Mm-mm. So, and then he starts telling me, I am a grappling specialist. I've never done jiu-jitsu, but I'm a grappling specialist. Like, I could really handle somebody and fighters or whoever. Like, I'm a grappling specialist. I'm like... Did he wrestle? Nothing, bro. No grappling experience ever. So he's a professional cuddler. He's a rapist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He's a fucking... But where did this even come from? Like, what the fuck would he even say that to you for? I was trying to... I was doing a private for him. Right. And he just starts talking about his his experience. He did kickboxing for years or whatever. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, yo, it's five in the morning, bro. Can we just do this workout? <laughs> Shut the so fuck up. Go back to sleep. And... Yeah. Like, let me clean up your technique, your boxing and kicking technique. Knees and elbows. And then get a good sweat going for you. Make you tired. Start your day off right. And then I go back to sleep. Right. No. No, he just no. wants to go and fucking tell you his just, life story. Yeah, I'm like, man, come on. Like, I don't want to hear this. And that, that's one of my pet peeves. Um, I have, I get mad over little things, but that's one of my pet peeves is uh, stuff like that. You really don't get fucking hot too often, though. Like, you'll say that, but I, you really don't get... Like, I've seen you get mad at certain things, but then, like, five minutes later, you're like, yeah, whatever. I get over it. Yeah, yeah. quick. I, I, I'm like, I get super... When I do get mad, I get super hot. I know. Like, real quick. Um... But then, like, I'll, it'll go away just as fast as it came. The worst was the night we went to fucking play with Charlie and then Ruben and fucking Wait, what Joe. part What part was the worst? Because uh, a couple the, things came to mind. The whole fucking night for me. Why? 
because we had to be there for maybe a half hour, and we're we're all having a good time. And honestly, when we go out, we're not the type that are like just sitting there, fucking you know, postured up, acting like knuckleheads. Like no, you're not I'm walking around, to yeah. yeah you're you're not everyone. telling people you're a fighter and all that bullshit. No, never, never. <sighs> so this is where it starts. There's an outside patio where we're all hanging out, <laughs> and we go to go back inside to get another round of drinks, and some kid fucking wow. purposely throws his shoulder right oh. into you, and I'm behind you and I see this and I'm like, oh. This is not good. I remember that, but I don't remember... I remember you breaking it up. And I think I remember me wanting to slap the shit out of him. Because you said to the kid... You, you weren't even a dick. You said to the kid, you're like, yo, you don't know how to say to, excuse me? Oh, yeah, 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 And yeah. the kid was like, what, what, bro? And then he was with, like, six of his boys. And I'm pushing you up the stairs. And I'm going to the kid, my man, you really don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, you just <laughs> you really don't want to do Like, you really do, do not want to fucking do this. And then that got them even more mad because, I mean, realistically, that I'm some kid telling them, like, oh, you don't, you know what I mean? I'm stepping yeah. to him, kind of. Meanwhile, I'm trying to save the fucking kid's life. <laughs> and then I spent the rest of the night watching these kids all, like, kind of fucking talk kinda to each other and shit. Yeah, yeah, and just fucking, like, talking to this one and that one and that side. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I was hoping they would, man. I, I'm fucking, I'm waiting for the day. Nah, that place is full of cops. It's a cop yeah, bar. They're all cop- yeah, it is. So, it is. Whatever. But seeing you get hot in that moment, I was just like, oh, You know shit. what? I wasn't even mad. Yeah, but you have a switch. I do have a switch. It's just like the training kicks in, bro. Like, mm-hmm. once it's that flight or flight response. Like, once that adrenaline starts going, or once I'm in, like, any type of heat, I'm going after you. You yeah. know? It's just the training. Yeah, just you don't get the, the weak leg fucking thing. You get the... Let's go. Let's, I'm let's going forward. All yeah. right. All right, so yeah. we're doing this. All of you, yeah. It's I would have took them all on. Even if, I, even if I would have got fucked up, I still would have no, fucked them. You know how bad that would have been that night? And... I don't even want to say, nah, fucking. Say it, I don't give a shit. Nah, it's just because it just sounds douchey. Uh, and I'll be like, oh, you fucking with fucking so and so. It would not, it would not have fucking ended they, well. We would have, yeah. It just wouldn't have ended well. They would have had a bad night, that's yeah, all. Definitely. I'll leave it at that. Night. Before we incriminate ourselves. <laughs> fucking <Yeah>. idiots. <laughs> Absolute fucking idiots. <laughs> Who else fought tonight? Oh, Nunez. I mean, yeah. I knew that fight was going to go that way. Dude, from a head kick, though, and she but, called it. Yeah, but not, I didn't know from a head kick. I didn't see it coming from a head kick. Uh, the, Rogan said she called it, which I, I didn't hear anything about that, but that's fucking gnarly. Yeah, she's, she's definitely the GOAT of women's MMA. That was the other thing, too. She's the first woman to now officially have beaten every bantamweight female champion. Yep. Insane. Yeah, she's a G, bro. She's a G. I don't know what's left for her. I do want to see her and Valentina, Valentina rematch, though. I want to see that fight again. I, I want to see, oh, if Kat was in better condition at the moment, mm-hmm. I would like to see, because she beat her. Kat yeah. fucking beat her. Right, right, right. Styles make matchups. I mean, I don't know if Kat's the same fighter that she was when she beat her then. I mean, Nunez definitely isn't. She's no, definitely she's a way beast, fucking better. She's a, she's a fucking, she's a problem. I wouldn't she, want to fight that girl. She's, ab- <laughs> she's absolutely the female goat. <laughs> For her to have knocked out Cyborg... The way she did, I know, and as fast as she did. But you, you know what the one thing that drives me completely insane about Nunez, not even about her, but her her story, is like, and this is kind of political, but you you know how like on Facebook and shit or Instagram, like you see all the liberal leaning people always just talking shit about, complaining about everything, and yeah. you never see anything in the mainstream media about the UFC for one being. The only sport where women and men are completely held as equals. Right. They're built on the same card. You've had female fucking... Headlines. Headlines. And at no point do you go, oh, fucking girl fights on. All right, I'm going to go take right. a piss break yeah, or anything. No, like, I like the girl fights more than hell, you, like you, you get just as hyped. No one talks about that equality, that they're not sexualized. They're not They're not objectified. You know, they're not paraded right. around. Even girls like Paige. Paige is beautiful. Right. Uh, what's her name? Rachel Ostevich. Beautiful. Like, yeah, they mention, of course, it's a beautiful girl, but they don't... They're not, like, uh... They don't sexualize them. Yes. Like, they're not, like, trying to market, like, yeah. ooh, look at this fucking... And then on top of that, Nunez is the first openly gay champion. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Like, that's a huge step in just culture J- Just society in general. Yeah, how exactly. do you How do you not market that? How do you not... How does the mainstream media not pick up on that? In other sports... People that are gay are like, 
kind of like forced into not coming out of the closet or not talking about yeah. it. And you have an openly gay champion breaking all kinds of records and the mainstream media does. Like, it pisses me off. It and legitimately it, yeah. pisses me off that I'm going to go on Facebook and not one of the liberal idiots that fucking is always posting nonsense is going to say anything about that. Right. And you know what? It's because, uh, especially our society, they take... It's shock value. You know, you know they love the... Uh, like the bad news, like Connor breaking the bus window, they love that kind of shit, like the drama, but they don't like the positive stuff. But they're not stuff. gonna fucking celebrate something like that. Exactly, that that definitely gets me. Like that, that legitimately, dr- and politically, I don't even know where I fall on the spectrum. I really don't. I mean, when it comes to social issues, I'm completely liberal. I think everybody should have all the same rights, no matter what color you are, sex, gender, yeah, or who you I like. Agree. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what anybody does. But liberals like legitimately left-leaning liberals really just drive me nuts that they're so hypocritical with shit like that. Like, they're mm-hmm. not gonna fucking celebrate something. It's Whatever. Fuck fuck to do that. You wanna get on these questions? Yeah, bro. I got it. We got it. I didn't even check. Actually. So, No Limit Dini asked me, do you think Ben Askren will fight again? Do you think Ben Askren will fight again? I think so. Well, why wouldn't he? I, well, that was a devastating knockout. You know, first of your... You know what, Ch- I, and uh, the guys at the gym talk about this all the time, and everyone talks about it, champions aren't made from how well you win, and when you're on top, it's how you bounce back from a loss. Hell yeah. Especially a devastating loss like that, and especially being your first loss, and then on top of it, you talk shit, so you're going to have a lot more backlash than normal if well, you just lost, you know, just being a regular fighter and you lost, and I mean, you're at that pinnacle. I would call it like the Ronda Rousey effect. Because that's kind of like when when she lost the first time, she didn't handle it like a champion. When she lost the second time, she really didn't handle it like mm-hmm. a champion. Uh, how, did he suffer a lot of losses in, in wrestling? Did he? I'm not too sure. I know he was an Olympic wrestler. Um, did, he, I, did he place? Did he get a medal? I'm not sure. I do know that he, he went against Chris. I mean, Weidman. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I think he beat Weidman, actually. Insane. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know. There's a video on YouTube about it, but to answer the question, I do think he will fight again. Yeah, I think I think he'll fight again. I do think. He'll I, fight I again. can't see that being uh, the end of it. If he takes one more loss, then maybe he might start to question, you know, like a devastating loss. Possibly because he's not that young anymore either. But not only that, but I don't think just a one-dimensional style fighting, at being at the top five in the welterweight. Division of the UFC is gonna suffice. Yeah, you know, yeah, because he because fa- he found out tonight that it's there's an answer to the problem. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, he was able to do it in other organizations, and that's not to knock on those organizations or those fighters, but there is a different level. Yeah, definitely it really is, is. Especially with a guy like Masvidal, it's yeah. not. And you got another, you got guys like Kamara Usman, um, Robbie Lawler, who I think they should have rematched because it was controversial. Colby Covington. He uh, he, he might have punched him back into consciousness. I, you know what? Have you seen the video? Yeah. He did. He knocked him out and then hit him and then woke him back up. Like That's he, fucking he, insane. Yeah, dude, I love it. I love it. But, you know, he's tough. He, he fought through it. I do respect that. I got a question from our fucking homegirl, Loretta. Where did Joe get his x-ray vision from to know what Santos ACL was torn? Uh, fucking DMT. <laughs> have you ever tried DMT? I'm just, no, I mean, like, you know. Me? No, 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 no. I'm joking. You know, I mean, you've never seen the memes with, like, Rogan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, have, have, oh, yeah, have you ever tried DMT, though? Yeah. She actually asked me, too, what do you think would have happened if Santos's knee didn't go out so early? I don't see the fight really going that much different. Yeah. There, there was a few times in the second and third round, especially, where he fucking hit Jones, and I, I shit myself a little bit because they were bombs. I mean, me he, he ate them. But yeah, nothing really landed clean, though. No. John Jones, you know, he moves out the way. He rolls. He rolls with them, yeah. So I really... I don't think the fight would have changed. Maybe uh, it is a game of inches, but there's nothing we can say or tell, you know. If my right, like had, If my one had balls, she'd be my uncle, you know, so... There's nothing we could really... <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing we could tell by that. You got another one? I got a couple. Um, Brock R. Kelly asked, Askren robbed, yes or no? I say wait, 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 wait. early stoppage, immediate rematch. Time out. Call that shit. Per- What's the person's name? 
Brock R. Kelly. Brock, like Brock Lesnar. Brock. And R. Kelly, like, <laughs> I'm going to pee on you. I'm going <laughs> to pee on a 16-year-old girl, yeah. Yeah, I got one from our boy Cody, who sent in a question last week, too. The one that got me fucking hot because I'm a fucking knucklehead. <laughs> what was the question last week? Oh, no, no, no. He, he made a statement that you should be getting a certain amount of money yeah. per post. I was like, who the fuck said something that stupid and shit? <laughs> so I've been talking to Cody all week. Kid is He's pretty cool. awesome, awesome dude. So many fucking things that we have in common. I, I can't believe... Uh, and he's working with Aljo, right? He's like he's yeah, he's helping him with his podcast. He's essentially like his producer, right? Um, I'm not even sure what the terminology is for shit like that, but I know he does help him well, a lot. Cody, I officially apologize for uh, being a moron last week. His question this week is: What are your thoughts on Rubenstein's tweet about Aljo versus Jan getting three whole likes? I don't know what the fuck that means. I didn't see it either. Who the fuck is Rubenstein? Possibly Jan's translator. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, a f- I'm, I'm dumb. Why? I'm legitimately dumb. Stuff. I don't know, Cody. I'm sorry that I'm uh, an idiot and letting you down on that one. Um, Andrew Ball asked me. He's a good dude too. You do those hill sprints at Herrick's High School? Let me know, kid. September Capital. I'm going in. <laughs> so good luck to you, Andrew. In September, he's fighting the week after me at the Capital. Get out. Where's your, uh, which him? Who's he fight for? He fights for Lou. Get the fuck. What do you mean? Lou's a, Lou has a school, bro. Karate school. Lou Neglia. Lou Neglia, the promoter. Tell me Lou Neglia knows karate. Bro, he was a world champion kickboxer. That's fucking... Cr- no way. I had no idea about this. Are you serious? Yeah, no idea. He's a world champion kickboxer. I just thought he was like an OG New York promoter. He's both. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> He's both. But, Andrew, yes. I do those hills. I fucking hate them so much, but I love them. I did them co- consistently every week for my Bellator fight. Sprints and fucking suck. Yeah, Especially but they're uphill, yeah. yeah. And it's a high it's a high and a steep hill. You ever do them in sand? Like dunes? I have. Oh, it's the worst. I pulled my quad. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, because you're just, the ground is just not there. Yeah. Every time you take a step, it's just not there. But it's great work. Um, Andrew, definitely do it. Do it every week. Stay consistent with it and try to beat your um, time from last week. Oh wait, this is his uh, his first fight in general. No, no, no. Oh. He's he's had a bunch of fights, but he's asking about the hills. Um, we go do them as a team right. every Friday night. You know, whoever has fights coming up, and I think they're great. They're great workouts. Where do you, where do you find sprints help you the most in the fight in general? Honestly, I think it's more mental. Really? Yeah, because of the cardio. We're fighting, you know, and Al, he, I don't even, he gave, like, the most amazing, um, analogy, um, because Brandon Davis, I think his name was, he was a featherweight, and he moved down to bantamweight, right. and to make weight, he said he would run 20 miles a day, which yeah, is absurd. You're just, you're just shedding everything yeah. at that point. So, Al, and Al was talking about it, we were talking about it, and he was saying that's so stupid, because marathon runners don't go spar 12 mm-hmm. rounds a day. You know, so we get our cardio from going live, from wrestling, from grappling, from boxing, and sparring. That's really where we get our cardio and endurance from and our comfortability. And, then, and it helps with explosiveness. Yes. So the hill sprints, I believe, is more... For me, personally, I think of it as a mental thing. Like, I'll be on my last sprints in the round. My legs will be on fire. I'm exhausted. My le- my lungs are burning. And you know you can push. I'm finding it in myself and I'm picturing myself in the fight the last minute of the fight I'm down it's the last round you know I lost both rounds and I need to knock this guy out and you know that you're in that spot where you know that you can push because you've already fucking done it yes but it's it's hard every time you have to find it in yourself to pull it out you know like every time it's hard it's not like I don't think it gets easier really to find it in yourself every time you have to dig deep and pull that shit out of you that's crazy, because I've never, I've, like, even the, the little amount of sparring that I've done, like, I knew that there's no consequence, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I never had, I was never in a, in a fucking position where I had to, it's like, this is riding on everything, you know what I mean? No. Like, I've, like I've sparred and shit in the gym, but there's no, there's no sense of urgency, like, I, I'm, if I fucking get beat up, it doesn't matter. Um, I mean... You know what I mean? Like, I can't even imagine what that would feel like where you have to dig down. Yeah. 
So when we spar in the gym, it's a fight. You know, when we when it's two guys get in the cage and we have the big gloves on, headgear, shin guards, and it's just us two and they lock the cage. You're going. And everyone else is around it watching. You're going. And you got Ray and Matt there cornering us and saying, that's a fight. You know, we're fighting yeah. in there. And that's where all of my injuries have been. I've never gotten hurt in a fight. I've only been hurt in training. So you we have that sense of urgency and also we're competitive of course right. so you know we don't want to get our ass beat we don't want to get the worst end of the sparring um and we treat it like a fight so that's where that that comes in that's and that's where a lot of the experience comes in with our guys but that's where you feel like the the help from the sprints comes I in think too that's where the, it does help with the cardio of course and the muscle endurance and the legs but like i said just the mental part it's more i mostly i think it's best for me personally that's how i that's how i t- that's what i take away right. from it um, and it really depends on the person. Like even lifting weights, like let's say a deadlift, mm-hmm. and or a squat. Other guys might think of it as they're building their ass or they're building power in their legs. But every time I go deep, like I'm bending my legs to go down, I'm picturing it as it's like you. I'm shooting. Yeah, dude. I'm dropping down. I'm dropping my level, and then as I'm pushing up, that's me driving to finish the takedown. So I'm just building that mind body connection right. with the technique um, so I think that it really depends on the person and how they break down every movement they do yeah because it, there's I mean if, if you if you go in the gym everyone's lifting weights and it's not practical strength yeah like at all it's not anything you could actually like you could bench press fucking 350 and Which it's is absolutely nothing it's virtually useless unless you have a fucking car engine trapped on top of exactly. you like it's just virtually useless but yeah. I've seen that at, at in my day job where there's guys that can't swing a sledgehammer that are fucking houses, just gorillas, got you know, right. real meatheads. They're big for nothing. And just cannot, they have no practical strength whatsoever. Yeah. I think cardio is the most endurance, muscle endurance and like aerobic endurance, I think is the most important thing humans should have in general. Like what if, think of survival, I always think of survival of the fittest. Like bro, what if this world went to shit? And fucking we're at war, civil war, or like there's a tornado or a tsunami. You think you benching 350 pounds is gonna fucking help you? It's relevant. Like, dude, no. You running 10 miles at a good pace, or fucking, you know, pulling yourself up over, uh, over like a roof. Hell yeah. I think that's more like, important like, than fucking like being down. able being able to do a fucking muscle up. Exactly. I think that's a million times more strength. And functional than fucking laying down on a bench and pushing up 300 pounds. And that that's what drives me nuts all the time because, like, it's people I know, too. Like, friends that I know yeah, where same. it's, like, they post their fucking pictures of the gym selfies and they're, like, all beast mode and yeah, savage. Like, yeah, dude, you're not a beast. A little 140-pound boy will bend you up like a pretzel and make you choke yourself with your own arm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that. That those muscles don't mean no. shit. And it's not Savage is like a It's a mindset It's not even about being tough It's not even about You know Fucking Having that like Grr mentality It's not It's not that at all It's just It's a fucking mindset Like you said Being able to dig deep When yeah. Most people can't I think And that's something You're not really born with mm. I mean it is It's something you're born with I'm sorry it's Yeah no That's, that's in That's in your genes Yeah Um but I think there is ways you can kind of strengthen it, like the like the hill sprints, right. you know. But that's where either you have it or you don't. You got to be willing to, like exactly. it's, it's the horse to water thing. Yeah. So if you do have it, I think you get better at it somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have it, it's just it's not gonna it's never gonna happen. Now would that be the case? Like, would you call like that somebody like a gym hero, where like in the gym they're just fucking on fire and then they get under the lights and they can't. Could be that. Kind of like the same thing. It could be, yeah, it could be that. Like, you can't teach somebody how to perform under those circumstances. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I think they just don't find the severity in it. They just don't want it bad enough, you know? If you really want it, like, you could put a noose around my neck and tie my hands behind my back, and I'm sure there's, oh, there's always a way out of everything, I believe. And, like, hope dies last. So, until... Hope I, dies last. Hope dies last. So, I think... I think my body's I'm just not stopping you know no matter what it just takes a special type of person to, yeah. to move it's, like that yeah you, you can't you definitely can't teach that you could you could train how to do certain things but you cannot teach that mindset yeah. at all 
Exactly, and that's why I think Connor fucks up because he's a special fighter. He's a great athlete, but he fucking he gives up. You think he, you really think he quits in there? I know he quit. He's done it twice. And wh- where with uh, Nate and uh, Khabib. Khabib? Yeah, you don't just give up your back at that level. You know not to give up your back. Yeah. Especially to turn over like your guy got you a mount, you give up your back, unless you know you're gonna turn back to try to create a scramble. All right. But if you put. So when fucking Khabib had Connor, because I'm getting like a little fired up. <laughs> Khabib had Good. Connor in the neck crank, and then fucking Connor. Connor's not fighting the hands. He's not fucking turning into anything. He's not trying to wiggle out. He fucking puts his hand up to tap. He fights it first. He fucking puts his hand down. He, he puts his hand up first to tap. Puts it down for a split second to try to like not tap, and then just fucking taps out like a little bitch. So you think he was already mentally checked out? He was mentally gone, hundred percent. And then he fucking tells Khabib in the middle of the round, it's just business? Like, what the fuck is that? You're talking all that shit. Nah. If he was on bottom, if he was getting smashed, and he's telling Khabib, fuck you, with the, like, sticking up the yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been like, yo, this guy's a legend. Even if he's getting fucked up, like he did with Chad Mendes, at Hell least. Yeah. But you tell a guy it's just business, and then you fucking tap out. You give up your back, you tap out like that. You're fucking, you know. And Khabib called it. Khabib saw the shit from a mile away. And we were talking about this the other night, too. The other night, where we were, uh, you were saying you think Connor's gonna come back stronger than ever, and I, I said, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think I, technique wise, his heart's never gonna be there. His heart's, if he's winning the fight, I think he'll dominate. But then if a guy gives a little resistance and a little pull and doesn't go down, I think he'll start to break. Um, so I think he will come back in better shape and more hungry. But I think if you got a guy like Al in his face. It's going to be a nightmare for Problem. him. Problem. Al's a terrible fucking matchup yeah. for him. One terrible. Worst, him, Justin Gaethje, they're fucking terrible. Ferguson. Because uh, they're not going away. Yeah. They're not, They're going to be in your face the entire time. And, like, Al's one of those guys, like Ferguson, who just keeps getting better as the rounds go on. Exactly. Like, the deeper you go, the worse it is for exactly. you. Exactly. Actually, you know what? I think Connor and Gaethje would be a good fight. Um, because Gaethje does get hit a lot. Yeah, he'd be able to keep him off. Yeah, and Connor does have good footwork as long as he doesn't get his legs chopped right. up. So that would be an interesting fight. Um, but how long could he get swarmed for? That's like, how long could he really keep him off him for? Yeah, but also how long could Justin Justin's chin hold up? You know, That's from taking all those shots. Has he been knocked out? Gaethje? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Eddie Alvarez put him out. Dustin put him out. Michael Johnson almost knocked him out. Dustin put him out? Why the fuck up. don't I remember this? It was the fight before he fought Max Holloway. And he knocked out Gagey? He didn't put he didn't knock him out cold. Oh, it was TKO? TKO'd him, oh yeah. shit. But if he kept going, it would have been a knockout. Yeah, he would have been would've been out. That's fucking insane. Yeah. And oh. it was in the second round. Gagey takes way too much punishment. Yeah, hundred percent. That's like a scary amount of punishment. Yeah. He, I think he takes like between him and his opponents like five hundred significant strikes a night. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. And he actually said that he wanted to be like, um, when he was done with fighting, I heard in an interview, he said uh, he wanted to do like social work with kids and stuff. Like, dude, you're not going to have the brain left. <laughs> that's, uh, that's scary, man. It really is. That scares the shit out of me. Brain trauma really scares the shit out of me bad. That's something you uh, you see very later on. You know, it's, it's, it's... But you know what the really scary thing is? You could take one significant shot to the head and change everything. Did it, what, isn't that what happened with Ali? Muhammad Ali? I don't know, because he took a lot of fucking punishment. Yeah, he did, right? Dude, he took a lot of But I'm talking, like, from a personal experience, I have someone in my family who has um has a neurological disorder, and they tie it directly back to one specific injury that he had. Really? Yep. yep. One time? One time. Slipped and fell on ice, hit his head the wrong way. It didn't manifest at that moment. But when they were going through his history, they were like, yeah, this could absolutely be... Really? Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, one shot could change your entire, like, hormone production as well, too. Wow. Didn't uh, Kat Zingano have that problem? Crazy problem. I think she developed a thyroid problem, I think. I could be totally fucking wrong. But she developed some sort of um, hormonal problem, and then she went for, like, that magnetic... Fucking, I don't even know how to explain what they do, but they, mm-hmm. like, literally put your head between magnets. And in real life, like, yeah, yeah, completely bro science shit out of that, like, oh no God. fucking idea. <laughs> That's the next thing I'm gonna be doing, be, like, sitting with you, fucking holding magnets next to your fucking <laughs> head, and be like, alright, uh... Look to the left. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, math problems, go. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so shot. What Let's other uh, questions you got? Do I have any more? Let me see. Um, I wish I could answer Cody, dude. I had no fucking idea who he was even talking about. Yeah, I know. Um, Fa- Fabian from Cerberus, he asked, or he said, talk about how much strikes hurt when you don't wear pads or little gloves. People don't get it. Um... I don't know what he really means by this. What do you mean when you don't wear pads or little gloves? When you don't wear pads or little gloves, people don't... Oh, I guess he's saying, or when you do wear little gloves. Uh, Bro, they fucking hurt. I'll start off by saying the first time I ever got a fucking leg kick, like right above the knee, Mm -hmm. that little nerve, I want to throw up immediately. Like, I I threw my gloves off. Really? 100% I was just like, for what? What the fuck was that? that? I was like, nope, (laughs) done, done, done for the day. You ever took a liver shot that put your oh my the god, out of you? yep, bro, that's scary, because you feel like you're dying, and you can't get your you're already tired, you get the fucking wind knocked out of you and you can't breathe. You make that little <laughs> sound and then it's not coming. That's, that's <laughs> fucking scary. That liver shot. All right, because <laughs> there wasn't a lot of MMA gyms around when I was in fucking high school and younger mm-hmm. and shit. There wasn't really gyms, like, at all. It was boxing gyms and shit like that, or if there was a jiu-jitsu gym around, like, no one knew what the fuck it was. So, uh, where I was boxing, it was in a bad fucking area, and all the kids that were there were black kids that were Mm -hmm. fighting for their life. You know, they they were hungry. They they wanted to get out of their neighborhood. Was was it Cromwell? Yeah. Yeah, nice. So, I used to get the shit kicked out of me by these (laughs) kids that were just so fucking hungry. And the first time I got hit in the liver was the scariest fucking moment of my life. Scary, right? Because your bo- that was the first time I ever felt my body completely lose control, where it was just like, oh, no, that's it. Like, I don't have a choice. My body's quitting right now. <laughs> and I just dropped to the floor. And on top of that, it hurts like a motherfucker. It hurts, it hurts. bad. Yeah. I, I would have rather got knocked out. That's what I say. I was like, I'd rather get knocked out than that Because at least you don't fucking feel it and you just wake up and you're like, what? What happened, yeah. Like your highest fuck or something. Yeah, you, like you just get, fell asleep. You get a headache later on. But, yeah. But the fucking the body shot's like, oh no, I'm, I'm alive for all this. <laughs> this isn't good. Bro, did you see um, Askren after he got knocked out? Yeah, a little bit. For, bro, first of all, he was out for a couple minutes and he was stiff. That was scary. And he got up very slowly and then when even when he was awake... They walked him right out of the cage, right? But he was very stiff. You know, he wasn't talking much. Really? He was moving very slowly. He, like, it looked like he was, uh, like, paralyzed almost. Get like out. His body was stiff. It was scary. I do feel bad for the guy. Who was it that just got the... Re- oh, who'd Valentina just fight? That the knockout. Jessica with- I. Oh. Dude. That one scared the shit out of me. That was a bad one, too. That one really scared the shit out of me. Valentina's a beast. She's a savage. But was, was the Askren knockout like that? Like, was Worse. he... Really? Worse, bro, worse. He was out for minutes, and then even when he got up, he was moving very slow, you know, not speaking at all. It's just his body language was very off. That's fucked. Um, so I hope he'll be okay. Yeah, I hope Because it's, it's like, people don't get it, bro. Like, they just see the fight, and then it's over for the fans. They move on to the next thing. Like, right, they're trying to get out of there, getting in their car, yeah. going home, and the fighters, the fighters, and the coaches and the team, like family, that shit's going on for months after. You know, uh-huh. like it's a fucking. I I I think I tore the cartilage in my ribs after one of my fights, and like I couldn't laugh, I couldn't sneeze for like two months. Was the one last November or? Yeah, before? November, the November fight, and I was just like fucking. I didn't even get hit in the fight. That's, that's another story I tell, when people ask, uh, like how we got so close fucking so quick and like what our relationship's like night after that fight it was a loss it was just a shit loss again I won't even say that you got beat you got fucking held down yeah and the kid did nothing and but you were so sore the next night we went out to dinner we went out for a fucking steak dinner the next night so good and I literally had to cut your steak and help you put your jacket on and off oh my god yeah I w- actually, I didn't even realize how sore I was after that fight. Like, everything hurt. I couldn't breathe right because I couldn't, like, expand my ribs. And that's, that's exactly one of those stories where I, I try to explain, like, no, this is, this is my brother. Like, yeah. we're in the middle of a restaurant. I'm fucking cutting I'm your steak me. up, fucking <laughs> helping you put your jacket on and shit. And it's, 
it's intense shit, man. It really, like you said, because they only see the fight and they go on with their lives and that's it. And or what about having a ice cream cake with another fighter recently when they were all fucked up? Oh yeah, that was a rough one. It's tough, yeah, man. Especially you know, like we we were four dudes squished onto a couch, yeah, sitting there eating fucking ice cream cake. We we're watching like cops, <laughs> and hey, we're watching, watching cops, cops and Family Guy, and it's just that's. That's really the shit people don't see that they don't understand. They don't understand how deep it goes or just how fucking bad it can get, man. And luckily, there was no, like, brain trauma like the, uh, like Askren had tonight, but it was just, it's fucking rough. Yeah, no, it's a tough sport, man. And it's always said, like, it's the highest high or the lowest low, but people really don't get it. No. Unless it's, like, even the family really doesn't get it because they don't see the behind-the-scenes stuff. Fuck, no. It's, you know, it's, it's hard. Um... It's a lot on the fight, you know, but that's why we're at the level, or let's say, I, sh- I should say UFC fighters especially, that they're at the level th- that they're at because they can handle those types of things. Some of them. Like, you know, we've seen a lot of people are fucking, like, again, yeah, the, the Ronda Rousey I'm, ta- I'm talking about the special ones. Yeah. You know, they can handle that the, shit. The exceptions. Yeah. But I think, too, it's it's a, it's a big thing to have a, a really solid support system. Absolutely. That's everything. It. Course. You need it. You know, it takes fucking village. It takes village? It takes a village to raise a child. You ever heard that? No. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking old saying. I, I don't even know where the fuck it came from. But they say it takes a village, so it's like everyone helps with their input to like really? raise that person. Yeah. Old John the Wise. Old John the fucking idiot. <laughs> don't ever take any advice from me. I just make shit up all the time and it just happens to Open sound stage. good yeah. it's like yeah it sounds like it makes sense fucking try it out and I'm like just put your finger in that hole uh, no no wrong. that's the advice I try to stay away from giving you <laughs> fucking idiot just put it in the hole <laughs> fucking idiot who else fought tonight that was pretty uh, much it right yeah not yeah that was really it what other questions you got do I have any more let us see let us see um Oh, Cody asked, do you think Askren should have prepared for the knee given Jorge did the same until fight? Did he do no. the same thing until fight? No, he he did come out with like a running sidekick, mm-hmm. but he hit him in the dick. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yo, that was the worst low blow ever. Awesome, yeah. I thought it was hysterical. It was hysterical. Because it was an accident. It was right, just yeah. like a fail. Yeah, like he didn't, yeah, he didn't mean to fuck it. <laughs> but, um... No, I don't think he should have prepared for that because you can't expect something yeah. like that coming out of the fight. And that that kind of goes back to like a, the comment how I said like the ignorant thing is that people always say like oh why don't you just fucking knee him yeah. if they're shooting in like you just you can't. It's not yeah your your weight has to be positioned the right way for you to fucking launch off that way you know mm-hmm. you might be stepping the wrong way your body's not moving or and and your timing has to be spot it's on yeah. literally a second yeah. And that's why I'm saying it takes two to tango with that because Ben Askren's the type of guy that he won't throw a single punch in a fight, mm-hmm. but he'll just go for the takedown. Like he could, get, he could be getting his face punched in, like we saw against Robbie Lawler, but he's just zombie arms out, yeah. reaching to he's try just to hold grabbing, him on. Just yeah. grabbing for dear life, whatever it is. So it, need, it takes a guy like that to do a move to just shoot in, put their head down, and just right. die for the legs, to connect on someone. You like need that. the perfect storm. Exactly. Needs to be the right time at the right place against the right guy. Like the fucking the Romero and Weidman one. It's just yeah, the that was fucking just, just zigged yeah. when you should have zagged, and it's just like exactly like you said. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, it was a little mistake on Chris's part. He talked about it before, but I fucking hate it Romero. It is what it is. I hate Romero so much. Really? Oh yeah. You don't like it? No. How come? I don't know. He just rubs you the wrong way. Yep. No good reason. Really? Yeah. I find myself just having more and more really dumb fucking opinions of a lot of shit for no real I'm just like yeah fuck I don't like this person I don't even have a legitimate reason why at all just me being an idiot I like him total knucklehead I think I don't like the way he talks I hate his voice I love you <laughs> Yo. I love you John hey just he fucking annoys me soldier of god I hate when he does a stupid march <laughs> does he know that it looks like a Nazi the Nazi walk oh yeah like does he not he does like a little salute yeah but he fucking <laughs> Goose steps, bro. He does the high step. <laughs> oh Yo, God. next week's episode though, it's gonna yeah. get dicey. We're getting a guy, the guy, the guy on here. Yeah, Mike. 
Oh, all right. I was just gonna, you're going to just drop his name with those million surprise. Fuck what, like Mike? An uh, announcement? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, that's like, gonna... We will be having our first guest. I mean, he's not even sure. He's probably not even going to be able to make it. No, nah, we're going to make sure it happens. Even if it's not next weekend, we're going to have to sit down and do it. But I don't think he can do Saturday nights. He'll, we'll do fucking whatever. Right. And you, you see clearly the equipment, you fucking just move it anywhere you want. But that that episode is gonna get dicey. It's gonna be a good episode. No, nah, it's gonna it's it's probably gonna be the episode where nobody ever listens to us ever again. <laughs> <laughs> because you you guys are gonna be super inspirational, and I'm gonna have to play devil's advocate and say some really crazy shit. And it's no, I'm be... I'm all, I'm I'm all good with the crazy shit. I like the crazy mm. shit. I just think that more of the good shit makes more sense. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, because it's, it's, it's going to be, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, I don't want to say, is it religion or spirituality? I'd say What's spirituality fun? more. Right? Yeah, like the, theology maybe. Because we get into a lot of... Philosophy. We Yeah, we get into a lot of philosophical, I don't know why I'm pretending we're smart, but we're idiots. Yo, <laughs> listen, where's the camera? Don't listen to a thing we say. Ever. Oh, ever. Not ever. Not once, not now, not... I don't care what we say. Don't we'll, take my advice. No. Definitely don't take Dennis's advice. Definitely not mine. Unless it's about... Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Ready to wrap it up? <laughs> yeah, all right. That's it. Cut. We out. <laughs> Peace. Peace.